you are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi again, everyone. If you're watching on YouTube, Tony Wiggins and me, what well, were the Beanie Brothers? I'm James Rapine. That's Welcome a nice into a, a what'd you that's say? A ni- that's a nice man. I saw I saw what you just did. That's nice, bro. You you shocked me, right? You got me smiling. <laughs> my, yeah, you shocked me. That was me, my man. goal. Man, yeah, you, full of, goal. you know, you full of surprises, man. Even though on the locked on Bengals, and now you come over here with the disguise switch, maybe something else, man. <laughs> hey, it's uh it's all in good fun here on a Wednesday edition of Locked On yeah. NFL. We're going to have a lot of fun with a quarterback Q&A. And no, that doesn't mean we're going to be asking questions or asking quarterbacks questions. But I think we have answers to some of the questions that we had about certain quarterbacks coming into the season, plus our weekly power rankings. But, Tony, let's uh, let's start with Mike Tomlin and what he had to say Tuesday. And we're going to do that in one second, but just a quick reminder to make Locked On NFL your first listen each and every day for the latest and greatest NFL news wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, wherever. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's dive into this, Tony, because uh, Mike Tomlin, there was a, a little rumor, a little speculation that Carson Palmer threw out there on Monday, I believe it was on the Dan Patrick show. And he said, yeah, I'm, I'm part of the USC search committee for their new head coach. And he threw out Mike Tomlin's name. Mike Tomlin was angry, annoyed mm-hmm. when asked about it on Tuesday. And, uh, you, you know, said there's not a booster that can write a, a, a big enough blank check. He, he said, never say never, but never really denied it about as as strongly as possible that he would have any interest in leaving the Steelers, especially to go to college or to go to USC. Right. And, 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 and Mike was, I thought a little over the top with his emotion, but that's not the first time he's answered a question uh, probably in a way that you didn't expect because uh, once before Heinz Ward was asked about Mike Tomlin, Heinz Ward said he was doing such a great job and this, that, and the third. And they told Tomlin, and when you expected Tomlin to, take that as gratitude he went off on why are you basically asking my players about me i don't ask your editor about you type situation so you know there's a little bit of a surprise that he didn't see this attention as a positive and that he turned it into deshaun payton have to answer these questions does andy reed have to answer these questions and the answer is no because no one thinks they that they are the leader of young men that you are they think that those guys are professional football coaches only they think mm-hmm. you're good at this and you'd be great at that because that requires a certain skill it's not a knock on him and i'm not just saying that because i've been one of the people that's saying if i if i was in charge of a college and the first person i would call is mike tomlin that's a compliment mm-hmm. that we say that and the reason why is because i think we need to get back to having great examples of men and leaders lead these kids instead of sure. having some of these dudes that are down there doing it I think there are a lot of people that that have done a great job and continue to do a great job in college. But make no mistake about it, this was this was more or less uh, a compliment to Tomlin that he sort of ran and took the wrong way. I think it's because just two years ago, people were talking about he was on the hot seat. 
and he was receiving attention that normally a guy with his resume and, and his his pedigree, they normally don't receive that attention. And, and mm -hmm. he was getting it. So I still think that Tomlin took it personally, and I can understand why. But really, I don't think anyone meant any ill will towards him when they were saying, I think it's a compliment when you're wanted by people. Sure. Yeah. And and I, I had some because I wrote an article about it for, for all Bengals and uh, a couple Steelers fans were in my mention saying, man, Carson's just trying to sabotage the Steelers. No, I don't think that. In fact, I don't think he's just one. I don't think he really gives a damn about the Steelers. Now he's retired, Right. but maybe he did hear through the grapevine that Mike Tomlin might be looking to get out of Pittsburgh. Maybe that was something that, and I'm speculating, of course I am. Maybe that's something that Mike Tomlin or his agent or someone that knows him has put out there. And it, you know, it has a bunch of little tentacles behind the scenes and it comes to the surface and Mike's pretty annoyed because look at what Pittsburgh is right now. It, it seems like they're, they're much closer to sinking than they are to rising to, to the, the top of the mountain peak again. And Ben Roethlisberger's old it, are you sure it's not a good time to get out? Are you sure? And so when you react that way, when you're right, it is a compliment. It's cool to, to be mentioned like that. And what, another thing, and you know this as well as I, when you work in sports, you know what you want to have? Options. As many options as possible because you never know, even if you're an NFL head coach, how long things are going to last. And I get it. He'll probably be the head coach of the Steelers next year. But flying off the handle, I get denying it, but flying off the handle like that, I, I'm not mad at him for it or anything, but it's not an insult to be mentioned for a job. And, and I think that's the part of it where he could have said, cause he praised the Steelers organization said, it's one of the best to work at in sports. And you know what I would have said? I would have said, look, when you work for the Pittsburgh Steelers in a great professional organization like this, sometimes speculation is going to come up like that. And that's great. I have no interest in being anywhere else, but here in Pittsburgh and you do it that way. And instead, he got angry and upset about it, and clearly yeah, he, annoyed. Yeah, he he was annoyed. I tell you, one the one thing that could possibly have annoyed him is this: it seems like there have been people speaking for him. You ever seen mm -hmm. a situation where uh, speculation takes on a life of its own, and all of a sudden, these sources pop up every day? Yeah, these <laughs> these sources pop up, and you have there are things that I've heard about me that I have never ever told anyone out of my mouth. And it's almost as if someone thinks they knew me enough to think that they know what I would think. And, yeah. you know, at 52 years old, that bothers you. And I'm sure Mike's about my age, maybe a little bit younger or something. But I'm sure that if he has never, ever told anyone that and that if it was only just speculation and then it comes out as if, well, we hear he's interested. That's a problem. And, th you know, they had a radio station, their local radio station. They were talking about it last week. And that that Tomlin could be a candidate for these jobs. And then when Carson Palmer comes out now, mm -hmm. it's it's a double. It's, it's one thing to say he's a candidate for the job because he's looking for it. It's another thing to say that he's a candidate for the job because anybody with a brain realizes that he'd be a good coach and they're going to ask him about it. So, yeah, if if these stories are coming out to be more than someone inquiring and asking him about it. And now it's income. See, I'm not one of those people that believe this. And, and a lot of people do this in our industry, whether they're new people or whether they're established people that have radio shows that come on. I mean, TV shows that come on every day. I'll mm -hmm. say something about you. 
and then I'll call, and then the person will call you a liar, and then the person will be like, "Well, if you want to dispute it, come on our show." And I think that that's a way to solicit a guest that's a little bit bush league to me. Why do I have to come on your show to refute a lie or to to say that I didn't say something, mm-hmm. and then you benefit from just making up something? by having me on uh, as a guest on your show. This content creation sometimes gets gets out of, you know, I'm not saying that anybody did that in this situation, but maybe that's the part of why he got angry too. I just did to him what, you know, I say people do to me, but it, it could be irritating. And trust me, I've sure. heard, I've read and seen three or four different uh, platforms talk about this stuff. Today was the first time I've heard from him. So now maybe he's probably just upset. Maybe enough is enough. Yeah, and, and and that's totally fair. And by the way, I enjoyed the response. It's great for of us because we, you know, we get to talk about it, and it, it was an entertaining response. Just might not have been uh, the route I would have gone. Uh, in, in speaking of routes that teams have gone, the Indianapolis Colts took a big risk at quarterback. So did the Philadelphia Eagles when they traded said quarterback. We're going to discuss Carson Wentz, Jalen Hurts and more next right here on Locked On NFL. But I got to tell you about GetUpside because it's an incredible app that everyone who buys gas and fills up that gas tank weekly, bi-weekly, that you need to download. Whether it's in uh, the App Store, whether it's in Google Play, it is the app for you because you're going to save up to 25 cents per gallon every time you fill up with GetUpside. Plus, you can use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get a bonus 25 cents off your first fill-up. It's free money. You might as well take advantage of it. All you got to do is take your cell phone, download the GetUpside app, and use promo code TOUCHDOWN, and you're going to get up to 50 cents off per gallon on your first fill-up and up to 25 cents per gallon after that. So take advantage of it again. It's really, really easy. All you have to do is download GetUpside and use promo code TOUCHDOWN. All right, it's Locked On NFL on a Wednesday. Tony Wiggins with James Rapine. Got our beanies on and we're doing our thing. James, we talked about this. Go ahead. The Beanie Brothers. That's right, the Beanie Brothers. We talked about this. By the way, we got to get a picture of this. Snap a photo of this, by the way, uh, with your your computer so we can make sure we show everybody what we look like. Uh, Listen, a lot of talk this uh, offseason was about decisions that were made at quarterback. And some of those decisions were made because decisions weren't made. Case in point, Carson Wentz being traded for by the Colts. What are you laughing at, man? Carson Wentz being traded for by the Colts. Um, you're laughing at that picture. But anyway, um, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, the Eagles not drafting a quarterback with, with all of their draft choices and, and their position that they had. Uh, Sam Darnold. There was no move by Carolina. Were they waiting for Deshaun Watson? They went and got Sam Darnold. Was it worth it? Could a change of scenery be good enough for, for them? All this talk about the rookies, and then there's another one. It's Patrick Mahomes, the best we've ever seen and the best right now. I think we can clearly have some answers to all of those, and we'll just run through them one by one. First of all, I was wrong about Carson Wentz. Um, I, I did not imagine that him getting back with Frank Wright would lead to what I've seen. And um, I owe him an apology. Carson Wentz looks like the real deal. He does. He's cut down the, on the turnovers. And the fact that he was able to win that game in the rain, an, an ugly, tough game, right? Those are tough wins where you're just hoping to sneak out of there. 
uh, with a win. You're on the road, and, and he does that, and he leads the Colts. And, again, the fact that he's been able to cut down on the turnover, still look mobile, still look athletic, there's a chance where you're right that the, the Colts might have gotten it right here with Carson Wentz. And he was a buy low. I understood the move at the time. And when he got dinged up early and sprained both of his ankles, and th- that's the thing is we react in the moment. We react every week. And, you know, there's going to be a, you know, a flavor of the week that week. And there's going to be a, um, a most criticized team or player each week. And Wentz was that earlier this year. But when you have those physical traits and you have a good coach, you have a pretty good line and a superstar running back, it can help. And, you know, I, I think the Colts are a pretty good organization. I think they're trending in the right direction as a whole. And so it, it's been a, a nice landing spot for Carson Wentz to kind of reestablish himself. Now, I think he has a, a ways to go. I don't think he where he, he's where he was at when the Eagles, uh, when he helped the Eagles make the Super Bowl that year, because I thought he was arguably the front runner for MVP. Mm-hmm. But he's much improved from what we saw last year. And if you're the Colts, I think you feel – pretty good about where you're at quarterback wise, especially since he seems to be ascending. And yeah, you're right. You were, uh, you were certainly wrong about Carson Wentz. Cause I, I think you questioned it from, uh, from day one since they traded him. And really even before that, we were doing the show last year right? when he was in Philly and I was sort of waiting for the Eagles to make a push in the NFC least. It didn't work out and Washington ended up winning that division. You're right. Now let's talk about those Eagles and where Wentz came from and the guy who they banked a lot on is Jalen Hurts. You know, sometimes you watch a man and you're like, he's pretty good. He's okay. Yeah. He'll be yep. fine. And then you'll go, he's not the guy. He's not the guy. He's not the guy. There's just something with Jalen Hurts and, and the people that the people that had a criticism about him in college, that criticism now is on full stage. It's like, yeah. He's a good guy. He, he does a lot of stuff. He can definitely help your football team. But he's, he's you're at that point where you're trying to figure out if he's the guy that can get you to a championship, and it just doesn't seem like he has enough to be able to do that. Would you go to Gardner Minshew, a guy you know you covered in Jacksonville? Is that something you do if you're Philly? Only reason I do that is to show you what he ain't, and, and that means you'll put him in the game and things might process a little bit faster, but eventually – Jalen Rieger and those guys, the ball will come late, you know, or Gardner will have to throw it. He will have to throw it so early that the DBs get a beat on it, and eventually you'll see what it is. I don't think they have their Super Bowl quarterback on their roster. I do think they have a guy who can go 500, maybe win nine, 10 games uh, if he continues to progress. Basically, I think they have Tyrod Taylor with some polish on it. That's what it is, and no disrespect to either one of them, but we've had a lot of guys like that in this league. I just don't yep. believe like he, you know, I don't think he's going to be in the league for 10 years. You know, he's better than Case Keenum and all of those dudes that have been collecting checks. But I just don't think that he has that extra thing that you need um, in order to get them over the hump because he's not going to he's not going to raise that talent up in order for things to work for him. Everything around him has to be great. And I don't think that's the case. Yeah. And let's keep going because I want to tie these two teams together. Carolina. Obviously, it doesn't feel like Sam Darnold's the answer. He got benched on Sunday and another loss. The Panthers stumbling, bumbling, falling after that 3-0 start. Uh, you agree there that we've uh, we've learned what Sam Darnold is and isn't? And uh, maybe maybe a borderline, you know, a, a bottom-of-the-league starter, too inconsistent, too up and down. You, you don't need a roller coaster quarterback if you're going to win in the NFL. And it looks like that's what the, the Panthers have. 
Yeah, we're now at the stage where Sam Donald is. Did Adam Gase, I was going to say Adam Gase gets uh, a mulligan. No, he doesn't. Maybe what you see with Sam Donald is because of Adam Gase. And uh, sometimes with these quarterbacks, man, you just can't get it back. So now the question is, did he ever have it in the first place? Was he ever going to be good? We'll never know because what he is now is he's got it. Looks like a guy who shouldn't be starting. and should be a backup on a solid team. So I think they got their answer. And now they're back in the Deshaun Watson sweet state, sweepstakes in Carolina. Last but not least. Hold on. Ahead. I'm going to tie those two teams together real quick, and then we'll get to your boy, Pat. The fact that these idiots – that run NFL franchises. And that's what you are. If you don't have a quarterback, you have nothing. I don't right. care. It doesn't You're matter. Right. It, you, you have nothing. Like there is a, a scenario where the Jacksonville Jaguars could end up being better than insert whatever team that you, the Vikings for the next five years, right? Because they have Kirk Cousins. And I know he's playing well this year. I'm just throwing out a team or the Falcons because they don't have their quarterback in the future. The fact that these idiots in Carolina picked a cornerback over a quarterback in, in Mac Jones looks pretty good to me. Okay. Justin Fields, is he ready yet? No, maybe not. But did you really think Sam Darnold was the answer? So now they're going to be forced, and I think they probably are the front runner for Deshaun Watson. Um, the, the Miami Dolphins, who, who knows? I, I think some think they're the front runner. To me, the way Carolina has been so aggressive, I think uh, they could do that. And, and then the Eagles, really? Mac Jones was staring at you. You really thought deep down in your soul that Jalen Hurts was the quarterback of the future. I don't think anyone thought that. And I think if you take a guy like Mac Jones, pretty good. Can stabilize your franchise, probably get you to the playoffs early in his career because he's he's seasoned. Or maybe you wanted to go after a Justin Fields where it's the higher ceiling, better athlete, rocket arm, not ready yet, which I would have understood that too. These teams had shots at those type of guys. And instead, you'd rather give up even the Carson Wentz thing, uh, a, a potential first rounder for Carson Wentz. Who would you rather have, Carson Wentz or Mac Jones? All injuries aside, you know, maybe Wentz. But with the injury history and everything, probably Mac Jones. So and with the sometimes these right. teams sometimes these teams overthink it, man. It's a it's a quarterback league. And if you don't have one, then you're uh, you're near the bottom of the, the NFL barrel and bottom of the NFL totem pole. And you're right. And if they do want Deshaun Watson and Houston realizes, well, if we trade him to you, uh, those picks that we're going to get, they're probably not going to be very early. So if they start cherry picking some of their good assets, Terrace Marshall, Derek Brown, you want right, to, you're going to give me those guys and a combination of picks. That's what you're going to do. Yeah. So now you're going to, you're going to take away all the good things that you've done if you're Matt Rule over the last two years just because you failed to do the one thing you should have done in the offseason, which was properly addressed, the quarterback. Finally, Pat, Patrick Mahomes. I never anointed him the GOAT, the greatest of all time. I never said that. Uh, I did say that if there was one guy I would start a franchise with, it would be him. But I was also careful while people were having the debate of whether he was the best in the league I kept saying, I kept saying, yeah. He's still Aaron Rodgers is still the most talented, the highest IQ, and and Tom Brady is still Tom Brady. So now teams have tried to make him adjust and and nickel and dime and throw the ball short, and it seems like he wants to still do what he's done. I saw two plays the other day where they were 
Kelsey caught it and flipped it to a receiver, and Mahomes flipped the ball with his left hand. At some point, all of that that backyard stuff is not going to lead you anywhere. Yep, I, I agree. They're uh, they're searching a bit, and I, I thought this Chiefs with that revamped offense, I thought they were going to just score, 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 and they're human, and they need to adjust. And, and this is when, if you're Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, you better adjust quick because the the AFC, I, I you know, I, I think. Can nine wins do it? Maybe 10 certainly can. You can't keep losing these games and, and expect to just make a run. And, and I think that's it is th- they're so used to flipping the switch and they flip that switch now and nothing comes on. The lights are off blank screen. Like it's just, that's it. And uh, they're going to have to find a way. And it's um, did Tampa, did Tampa in the Super Bowl show everybody the blueprint, the blueprint, maybe. The blueprint. Maybe they did. And now it's and now it's funny to me now that people are going, oh, all of that shine that everybody had on B enemies going. Wait a minute, why y'all blaming B enemy? I thought he didn't call plays. That's why he didn't get a job. But now it's his fault that they're not good. So there's a lot of uh, moving parts there that's going on with them. We got power rankings uh, from the Locked On NFL Podcast Network. We got those, and we'll do it in just a second here in the third segment on a Wednesday on Locked On NFL. Bet online is back and better than ever. Whether you're looking at their new web interface at the start of the NBA season with Steph Curry and the Warriors, as we record this, undefeated at three and zero, or maybe you do want to bet on Patrick Mahomes in the Kansas City Chiefs to rise up in surprise in the second half of the 2021 NFL season. You can do all of that and so much more at betonline.ag. It's your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. You can check out their new updated website right now and receive a 50% welcome bonus today on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. BetOnline has you covered basketball, football, the World Series, and so much more. So check them out again. BetOnline.ag, promo code LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. And if you haven't tried a built bar by now, you are missing out and you just got to be plain silly because we talk about these things all the time. They say it's a protein bar, but it does not taste like one. And you have to try the amazing bars yourself to believe it because most protein bars are all chalky and waxy or just plain hard to choke down. A built bar is soft and covered with 100% real chocolate. And when you bite into it, you know you're eating something different. It's more of an experience, one that you'll enjoy, like the contrast of salt and caramel coming together like a picnic in your mouth, man. I'm telling you, it is off the chain. It should be in the candy bar aisle. Now, Bit Bars are low carb, low calorie, low fat, low sugar, and very high in protein. So while you're working out, you'll get that pop that you need to keep you moving. This month, Bit Bars coming out with a new limited time flavor every three to four days. So check their website often. You don't want to miss out. So go to Bilt dot com use the promo code locked 15 and guess what you're going to get 15 percent off of your order that's right built.com locked 15 and get 15 percent off of your order it's at bar underscore built on twitter check it out from locked on it's locked 15 for your 15 percent discount all right man we're gonna keep rolling here with our power rankings my boy jamie already put them up on the screen and we got some love we got a little bit of love for a few teams that the, those Bengals, those Bengals. Oh. By the way, I need to talk to you about that. Who that? Because I'm trying to figure out did they steal that from the Saints? But that's all right. We'll get to that. 
Let me run one through five real quick. Cardinals, number one, getting all that love. The Bucks, number two. Rams, number three. Bills, number four. Packers, number five. I don't really have too much disagreement. I probably would drop the Packers back because I think the Cowboys aren't getting enough love, James. Yeah, you, you're on the Cowboys train. I think they're just fine where they are at number six. But, uh, you know, if you move them up to number five, I guess I could see that. Uh, the Ravens dropping, falling to, to seven. The Titans, eight. Chargers, nine. The Bengals, ten. And, by the way, I'll put an end to this speculation for our Bengals listeners. Who day was long before who dat? Oh, was it? So, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, you, you know, you're you're talking about going back to the '60s when the Bengals were founded. When you know who day and the you know the Bengals growling and so all I that stand stuff. Corrected. So I stand corrected. I stand corrected. The the difference is, you know, is the success. If the Bengals start to have success, then then people start associating that nationally. Uh, no real surprises here for me. I knew the Bengals would make a leap after beating the Ravens. I knew the Ravens would plummet and they fall the farthest in our top ten, down three spots. Um, any surprises for you in the top 10 besides you think the Cowboys should be number one because you're a Cowboys? I don't even know. You're not even a Cowboys homer, you know? No, 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 no. I ain't no Cowboy homer. No, I don't I don't think the, there's too many surprises in the top 10. I will watch that Raiders-Chargers. The Raiders are 11 and, and the Chargers are ninth. Chargers look really, really bad in Baltimore. And I probably would have put the Bengals ahead of the Chargers too because both of them played – the same opponent in the same place, and one of them molly whopped them, and the other one got molly whopped. So, uh, yeah, I just think the Bengals are now garnering the respect around the league that they should. Jamar Chase is a monster. Uh, 11, the Raiders, man. I'm gonna go 11 through 15. The Raiders, they're the team, along with another team that we're gonna mention here that's in the next group. That's who you have to watch out for. The Browns, they they gutted out a tough win, they're 12, they gutted out a tough win the other day. I think the Chiefs at 13, that's still people thinking that they're the Chiefs. And right now, they're not playing like it. The Saints at 14 is a big win last night. And the Steelers are 15th. Quietly, they're 15th and, and still in the hunt at 500. What do you think? Yeah, they are. And that's the thing is if they take down the Browns this week, you know, the Steelers could be, you know, right there and, and right in the thick of things in the AFC. Nothing really surprises me here. I think the Raiders – have shocked me that they've won back-to-back games after that Gruden fiasco, and they should be right there hovering around the top 10. But I'm glad you went – you know, we stopped at 15 because I think this is kind of where there starts to be a drop-off in these rankings, at, you know, and you you could start maybe at 15, you know, with the Steelers. But 16 is the Vikings, 17 Patriots, 18 Colts, 19 49ers, 20 Seahawks, and then I'll just finish them out here, 21 Broncos, 22 Panthers, Eagles coming at 23, Atlanta 24, Washington 25, the Bears, Giants, and your Jaguars 26 through 28, followed by the Dolphins at 29, Lions 30, Jets 31, Texans 32. Um, The final four doesn't really shock me at all, 28 through 32, given uh, what's happened. Your Jags continue to take advantage of that and move up. The Giants with a, a win, which we already kind of talked about, what that means for uh, one said Carolina team. But the back end of this NFL is pretty damn bad. Like the 20 through 20 or through 32. Is there anyone that you think is going to compete for a playoff spot? Like I, I guess maybe the Seahawks, if Russell Wilson comes back sooner rather than later, but there aren't no, many, there aren't no, many no. options there. I'll tell you who I've been impressed with. There's some teams. When you say that 24, are the Falcons, 
They mm-hmm. could have folded it up, man. They could have folded it up. And I, and I know I don't know who they've beaten. I, I know a couple of teams they beat didn't have good records. But I think they're now starting to find Kyle Pitts. And uh, Matt Ryan isn't playing that bad. And the defense steps up and they're kind of op- opportunistic. We got to watch out for them to see if they can continue to be consistent. If Jacksonville goes to Seattle and wins their second game, then that doesn't mean they're going to make the playoffs because the division is tough. But it does mean that they'll be improving enough to to garner a little bit of attention knowing that they're going to be a tough out for some people because you saw them against the Bengals they they were right there until the end of the game 18 for the Colts the Colts are a better team than that they've shown that over the last couple of weeks if we've been talking about Carson Wentz and then the Titans at eight it's hard I, you gotta put them there because the other teams in front of them haven't done enough to to warrant to not be at that position but when you think about them beating the Bills and then when you think about them beating some really really good teams they beat the chiefs and the way that they're being able to do it that defense is starting to play a little bit better you got to watch tennessee tennessee might be a really good number eight the colts are really good number 18 and the falcons might be a really good number 24 team when you think about the context of where they are in the polls right now yeah i think you know the falcons the fact that they got to 500 and uh, that tight end Kyle Pitts, man, starting to come on for them, and they they needed him to do that. So after a slow start for him and them, uh, another team. I, I think the Patriots could continue to rise here. We'll see. Sure, but I would not be shocked if they uh, if they hit their stride. But uh, man, it, it's crazy. Some big matchups this week. Week eight is already here. Halloween. Halloween shouldn't be allowed to be on a Sunday. I'm gonna just right. throw it out there now because I'm gonna You're have right. to be at the stadium. I like Halloween as a holiday. No holidays in the NFL, my man. No, man, none. I tell you what, it feels like a holiday every day when you make us your first listen. When you make your second listen, the Peacock and Williamson podcast, sure seems like a festive time when you're listening to it because Brian Peacock is an NFL analyst and a former scout is Matt Williamson, and they give it to you like nobody else can on the Locked On NFL Network. So make sure you find, subscribe, and watch the Peacock and Williamson podcast on a daily basis. All right, man, I think we did it, man. I think we got through another Wednesday here with our beanies on. My head's probably sweating up under here, but that's all good, brother. Um, You guys continue to do what you always do. We'll be back. Make sure you check the show out tomorrow again. uh, Locked on NFL is daily Monday through Friday and uh, bringing you the biggest stories in the NFL. For James Rapine, for Tony Wiggins, take care. I salute you. Y'all take care of each other. We'll see you next time.